This episode has been recorded by Janine Preston for Life is a Beach. I've been chatting to somebody I've known for many years and his name is Simon Munda. Simon has given most of his life, his time, his energy to, to the disability, the disability community. I've watched him grow disabled people to amazing heights. He, he doesn't see it as a disability. He sees it as an ability. Hence, his newspaper is called This Ability. He teaches people how to think differently about disabilities. And I have the privilege of interviewing him a step further and have said, you know what, if I'm going to have my own business, I want to make a difference to my community. We are going to be talking to Simon Munder, who is the founder of This Ability, which is all about disability. And uh, hi, Simon. Hi, hi, Janine. How listeners? How's it? I'm good, and you? And it's so good to talk to you again. <laughs> it's a pleasure as well. So Tell me a little bit about the background to this ability, because most people don't know you. You are one of the quiet, unsung heroes that very few people uh, know, be but behind the success of this ability. Um, we go back in 2010 when I was staying in Durban. Um, I had two mutual friends that were doing uh, disability events. Um, uh, they, they were involved in a number of initiatives. Uh, they themselves um our wheelchair users Musa Zulu and Vusin Dimani. Uh they had a an organization uh that used to give um bursaries uh to youth with disabilities. They also had um an expo that showcased uh, the ability of, of of business people that is dis that have disabilities, and I I thought this was this was such wonderful uh, initiative that we needed to let people know what was happening because if people don't don't understand what persons with disabilities can do, they can never envision or understand. Uh, what can, can what is what is achievable or possible? So the the only mass media approach was to start a, a platform that would inform the whole country or sub-Saharan Africa or beyond uh, through a media platform. And we we settled for a a, a newspaper uh, because we thought if we do it as print as an online, then people can understand and see what is possible what is happening and hence the paper started and from then on when we the aim has been to raise profiles with disabilities that are, are playing wonderful and amazing roles in society as well as showcasing and informing the society of initiatives projects uh, references where people with disabilities in society can can find socio-economic empowerment and we, we, we've been doing that since 2010, and we're proud to say it's, it's been going very, very well. I must say, my mom was in a wheelchair. Um, she has passed away, but she was in a wheelchair, and, and many of the challenges we faced. But we often find that now that the government gives you a um, – they give you points or, or money back or tax back, tax break, if you hire a disabled person. But sometimes it always seems like when a company does that, they're using the 
opportunity more for um, a token person rather than understanding that the role of disability in our in our world is just that you need to cater for them but they're just a normal person they just they have a brain like we have they have um, their limbs may not be the same as ours but at the end of the day they're a, they're a great employee yes yes actually uh, going that direction is uh, just sensitizing uh, both parties there's a there's a mainstream mainstreaming training that needs to be done for persons with disabilities. Having a disability that doesn't mean you are an advocate. Uh, the same thing as being a woman doesn't make you a feminist. Uh, we need also to create a platform of understanding uh, where we talk issues of what is th this disability, what are the rights, what what is accommodation or reasonable accommodation especially in a workplace or a platform that you'll be engaging persons with disabilities with and also on the other hand sensitizing people in the workplace sensitizing people in schools to say what is it that you should expect what is it that are uh, we talking about or dealing with so that people can really understand when they meet that there's no uh things that almost like cause further barriers to participation so that's very important in the workplace and and we, we find that companies as much as they're doing the bee token and disability inclusion is the first step to something is as we go on as time moves on as more awareness is raised then people will really understanding the fundamental issues and really do it for the right reasons rather than token reasons and I think that's that's so true. I, I look at some of the things that when I talk to people and we mention the word disability, the assumption is either that the person is in a wheelchair or is unable to walk, but they don't realize that disability is also being deaf, unable to see. Um, and and I, I know a friend of mine's daughter just recently had a baby and she's deaf. And the more she tried to explain to the staff at the hospital, I need my husband here because he needs to tell me when to push, when to when to do certain things because you're standing behind me. I can't see what you're saying because I, I'm deaf. And, and, you know, they never took it into consideration. And she really had one of the most horrendous natural births because they wouldn't allow him in due to COVID. It, that's also another important aspect. These physical disabilities and invisible disabilities. The first one definitely, you know, is something that we can see, oh, that person, uh, the arm doesn't work, or they don't have a limb, or they, they use a wheelchair, they use an assistive devices, uh, an assistive device. But when it comes to invisible disability, that's where the great issue is. Because a person looks at you and is like, why are you not responding in a certain way? Or why are you feeling like this? Why are you doing this? Because they don't understand how deep uh, somebody has, how, how deep the disability is. I can pinpoint things like autism, uh, bipolar. The mental health has got a whole spectrum. Autism has got a whole spectrum. Um, uh, you mentioned death, yes. And there are other conditions uh, that are coming through that are just in the spectrums of these other disabilities and a lot of people find it difficult to deal with such uh, disabilities where, where a person needs uh, somebody to assist 
to interpret in terms of deaf persons or where somebody needs to be just there to assist a person. Or the greatest, the, the, the most difficult is somebody who, they, on the outlook, everything is okay. But then they have an, an invisible disability that when, when people try to deal with that person, they think they're being arrogant or they're being funny. Yet, it's things that need to be also taught uh, to society that there are invisible disabilities, and this is the name of uh, one of them. Or uh, this is what how you approach the person, how you interact with the person, and so forth. And I think you, you're so right because a lot of that learning comes into our schools. Um, it, it comes, it, it bears with the person that says, when you're talking to somebody, don't immediately judge them because their reaction is different. It may be because they're different and it may be because yes. they can't hear you, but don't be so quick to judge them. Yes, that's true. And, and isn't it society, are we not quick to judge? We are. And we... When, when, even when we know the, what is involved, we still have uh, the old societal approach of, to, to things. And unfortunately, these this, this beliefs uh, and, and, and what we have in our minds are things that disables uh, persons with uh, disability. There's a whole social and medical approach to, to disability where you should understand that uh, we are in the social uh, mode of disability where people um, uh, uh, limited access uh, to communication, to physical buildings, to, to communication, to transport, to a whole range of things is what disables persons with disabilities so that they can't participate fully in socioeconomic platforms. So that's the whole approach. But I also find it's it's like somebody said to me this morning, their mom had calipers to walk. And whenever yes. somebody would come up to his mom and dad, they would turn to his dad and say, does she always walk like that? It's not that she had a, she had any less of a brain just because her body didn't work so well. Um, yes. And people have a tendency to do that. They, they need from an education. I remember when my mom was in a wheelchair, the people she loved most were the people who knelt next to her to talk to her face to face rather than talk down to her because they were bending down. There's just so many little things that one could learn from just listening or just trying to understand that the world is not all an even platform. Yes, and, and, and just as much as the diversity in society, we should just embrace that diversity also includes disability. If we can accept diversity in all aspects, in race, religion, uh, creed, beliefs, uh, it's tolerance. I think, Simon, it goes back to tolerance. You need yes, to tolerate yes. others that are not the same as you. That, that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, we once came up with an approach that says, I see you. I see you as also a diversity approach where we wanted to include uh, disability as well. And we said, if you see me, if I see you, like in, in Zulu they say Sanborna, it comes from um, the, 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 the premise of I see you, I acknowledge you, and, and you know, I, I, I see that you are there, and, and I acknowledge you with everything that you are, that you believe in, 
And that's, that's the, the, the foundation of, of acceptance in society. And it's, also a lot of... A, a lot of people who have no disability or visible disability within their families, they always have this tendency to feel sorry for you rather than treat you as an equal just because you have less, like you may have one leg less or you may have one arm less, they immediately assume that you are less of a human being than they are without realizing you're actually more because you were able to live with that disability and overcome whatever obstacles life threw at you. That's exactly the point. It's, it's now why we came up with the, uh, the, the paper and say, you know what, uh, if a person has an impairment, there's an ability attached to that. There's something that they can do. And we, we try to, uh, to talk about profiles uh, in people that have uh, different kinds of disabilities to say this is what can be achieved if only society can be open to bring this platform on board. And that also being said, society has a tendency to put a superhero status on achievers with disabilities. And that becomes a danger to society because now there's two extremes, the apathy viewpoint and the superheroism. We escalated um, Oscar Pretoria to such a level of superstardom. Yes, he was a star, but we also like put oh, despite his despite his like uh, uh, missing limbs, he's such an achiever. He's such a and we put him as a, a demigod on the position that we forget that he is also a human being, and anything that a human being can do, uh, he can also do. So you know, we that's the two extremes of disability that society casts. On, on, on in that in that uh, uh, no listen I completely agree with you on that one I I also looked at the, the, the you know we also tend to to sort of look at the opportunity of if you go into a shopping center and there's parking for the disabled and yet everybody fills it they'll drive they'll run 50 kilometers on the treadmill at the gym but they won't yeah. walk five steps from a car park. And we always say to these shopping centers, won't you put the, the dis disabled parking, the parking for the disabled, because the parking's not disabled, the person is. But if they could move that parking to the back of the mall, we would be delighted because the person that we're assisting is in a wheelchair and it doesn't matter how far we park from the front. So <laughs> would you please move our parking to the back? it's also... Isn't this, I, I'm glad, Jenny, you're raising this fundamentals. For long, uh, the, the disability sign has always been the wheelchair. And also society just thinks that if they see a car parked in disabled parking, that person that's going to come out is going to be sitting on a wheelchair because now it just limits it to mobility uh, impairment. But there's also a vast, like we said, a person who's blind, who's more traveling with their family, can park in the disabled parking. Correct, because, because they need to navigate less. Exactly with the person they have. Or a person who's deaf, they need to really see the signs. They need to be closer to the signs because they speak through the signs. They speak through the exit sign. They speak through the... They the cannot be run sign. over by a car they can't hear. Exactly. You park so far... There's no signage. There's no, you have to be on the lookout. What if it's dark? 
because they need to have like so when you talk about universal access universal uh, approach to design these are the things that we talk about and it's important in, in disability you you don't just make a ramp for 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 wheelchair users you make a ramp for people who use a stick you make a ramp for people who use a who are blind who use a, a handrail yes a can you can you use uh, a, a ramp for old people even you if you're tired you don't want to climb up the stairs you want to shuffle across it you know? don't you just uh, love the ramps that these people build that are at such a degree that the person pushing the wheelchair is almost horizontal with the ramp trying to get that wheelchair up and I go guys it's 37 degrees for a reason it means that the person in the wheelchair does not need a carer to push them up they are able to wheel themselves up but the degree of, of your ramp is such that the person pushing the wheelchair is almost horizontal <laughs> with the you, ramp you, you, you're also leading us to another dimension nothing about us without us I, I see people come up with new products they test it in the market, they tweak it, and they... Why don't people just take a, an organization for people with uh, who uses wheelchairs? Do a sample, uh, uh, you know, um, sampling. As anything else is with any product. Take people that are blind, take people that... Take it to the person to, who, to whom it applies. Yes. <laughs> Is it too steep? Is it is it too flat? You, you know things like that. Is it usable? And then you get feedback and you make improvement. But when it comes to disability, there's an alienation that still exists. There's this. They seem to think the disability right. equals no brains. Exactly. And now whatever we give them, they should be thankful. That's also the thinking of society. It's not an apathy, it's not a society, it's not a welfare issue. It's an inclusion issue, it's a diversity issue, and everybody needs to be considered. I, I just think it's 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 so you're so right because I remember when um I I did the PR for the Gauteng Legislator Building in Bromfontein, mm. and uh, they were taking me on a tour of the building before it opened so that I could I could see for myself what I needed to know. And of course, we got to the bathrooms, and I said, "Oh, here's a disabled a bathroom for disabled." For wheelchairs i'm curious about this and i pulled the door towards myself so i said okay guys who tested this and they looked at me and they said well we did i said well did you use somebody in a wheelie office chair or did you use somebody in a wheelchair and they said why so i said because i first of all cannot reach the handle if it is in front of me and then i have to reverse with my wheelchair pulling the door towards me and the space between the door and the wall does not allow me to go around the door to get into the bathroom Practicality. And they went, oh, oops. I said, yep. And they had to change every door on the seven floors. I think it was seven floors. They had to rethink it. And I said, I'll come back with my mom, and then you can. T I'll tell you if it works. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the approach. And I think little by little, she sensitized enough. Things will start falling into place. Yes, we understand that some old buildings were that were built before legislation and requirements before uh, all these adopted uh, world standards but also there's also uh, new inventions uh, we have a South African guy that if you go to our website uh, disability.co.za 
doctors said, hey, there's a story of a guy who's just manufactured a wheelchair that can do stairs. You oh, know, wow. With, without the needs of, of, of expensive uh, elevators or expensive uh, lifts. And it's a South African design. Just a guy here from Pretoria. And that's, that's how we, we need to approach things and to understand uh, the world we live in. And I think it also, um, we also need to understand that there doesn't have to be a special magazine for disabled people. And I mean, I love your production, especially now that it's online, thisability.co.za, T-H-I-S, ability. But it also needs to be included on, on regular v- websites, on regular news sites, on regular sites that people read. Because all of us at some point have a family member that that has a requirement to be a part of us, but we just they need special consideration. Yeah, that, that, that is very important. You, you can't be a standalone in campaign in, in, a, in a society where you want people to believe in whatever you are campaigning for. So you really need to include our society. Uh, one, one of the most amazing things that has happened to the, our platform is Media24 coming on board and saying, you know what? Let's take youth with disabilities every every year. Let's take a class of eight to ten uh, 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 youth uh, around the country, and we bring them to learn basic journalism for a year. And each month they contribute a story to the newspaper, and they understand the fundamentals and the advocacy issues, and they also highlight stories in their environments. And this has given a voice to a, a number of uh, young people with disabilities. And besides that, the linkage is just to include them into uh, initiatives like the YALI, the Young American Leadership Initiative started by President Obama. Uh, we have had like four students that have attended it so far. And this partnership has just opened doors uh, of possibilities for many, for many youths with disabilities. Well, I think going forward, Actonville FM would like to do the same thing. I would love to be able to invite you to come and join us once a week and bring your journalist students with you. And let's chat to them and let them contribute towards the show because I can't think of anything nicer than talking to somebody who just has so much to offer um, and, and be a part of our team. And we've got a ramp. A ramp oh. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a handrail. <laughs> I'm gonna take a lot of audience in terms of all. Do you have uh, access for this type of disability? But it's a universal uh, uh, access component. Like I was saying, the approach is to be universal. It is to include everybody, uh, regardless of what their disabilities, regardless of what impairment they have. And I think so, we need to go and design the signs and go and replace all of those free of charge, get it sponsored, um, and replace all the, 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 the wheelchair signs around the world and replace it with universal signs. I think that's going to be our mission this year. Simon, it's been a pleasure having you on, 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 on the air, uh, on my show. My show is about small business and big dreams, and yours certainly has been a dream come true for a lot of people, not just myself, but for those with disabilities as they found a voice through this ability. And I look forward to having you on the show again soon.
No, thank you. And you can get hold of Simon on www.thisability.co.za. He has, um, do you have a donation button, Simon? Yes. I thought, oh, did I just remove it? I think it's back. It's on the footnotes. Tick, tick, tick. Actually, you know, you just, just say that I, I, I tried to put a, a radio platform on our, on our site, uh, uh, an internet radio platform that would just uh, start curating content uh, that's disability uh, that is disability awareness information so we're still in the first stages but yeah it will come to fruition and we'd love to be a part of that Um, I'm hoping that we can certainly collaborate more on on this issue Uh, Simon it's been a pleasure and, and I really look forward to chatting to you again thank you so much for coming on air with me thank you so much and good day to you and to you This episode has been recorded by Janine Preston for Life is a Beach.